What's going on, guys? It's time for the weekend. Wire. Hey, guys, how you doing? I'm your host, Anthony, and this is the weekend wire where I get to talk to you about stuff I found on the Internet. Yes, it's borrowed information, but I'm putting it all together so you can learn more about what's coming soon, what's out there, and so much more. We're going to be covering a little bit of movie news today, a little bit of uh, some video games that are going to be coming in 2021, and then I've got some uh, collectible news I want to talk about as well. That's the episode, so stay tuned. As always, guys, hey, take a moment. If you're not following us, hit the follow or subscribe button, depending on which platform you're listening to us on. And as always, we absolutely appreciate comments and please rank us on whatever platform you're listening to that generally can be done by the three dots located up by the culture jack icon where you get the opportunity to rate and review us it helps us grow it means a lot to us personally professionally and everything in between let's dive into the weekend wire All right, guys, so we're going to kick this episode off with a whole bunch of uh, video news. Some some new, I guess, maybe some not so much. Uh, Some I'm going to be glazing over just because I thought uh, maybe you keep your eye out for it. But uh, let's just dive into a couple of things. Uh, Recently, NME released a statement saying that Matthew McConaughey will be returning for his role in a time to quit a time to kill, which will be an HBO sequel series. So I'm assuming they're going to do like a true detective series. If you guys haven't seen a time to kill, it was a big blockbuster movie. You like that? That was a reference to maybe a place you've never heard of, but nonetheless, uh, a time to kill was a very big drama thriller, uh, thriller in the nineties. Uh, and if Matthew McConaughey and the folks over at HBO pull, to pull that off, I mean, you're, you're looking at something that could be pretty damn awesome. Um, so that could be coming also in, in, uh, moves, co- uh, comicbook.com releases Netflix de- is developing. So they're saying that this is in the works folks. And that is, and I've talked about this several times on this, um, is the berserker B R Z R K R Keanu Reeves, uh, developed and, and he had a team as well, uh, a anime and a live action movie, uh, based on the comic. So you guys got to check that out. They did some animated shorts, uh, to promote it. You can check it out there or go to your local comic book, comic book shop, grab that first issue. If you can find it and, uh, get on the train there, get on the train because, uh, if they do it right, it's going to be huge. We just, it's just going to work out that way. Or I don't know what to say. Uh, let's see. I did not pull the rest of that information. Um, Looks like Witcher 2 is in development, and they got an actor from Uncharted, Graham McTavish, and they're building that up. So the Witcher 2 is hopefully going to be coming soon because the Witcher season one was great. Uh, Very enjoyable movie. Uh, Let's see. What else do we got here? I got a, a huge list of just different things. I'm trying to figure out. Uh, let's see. Uh, recently, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, I covered uh, some of the information on the OTE, but this is more or less on how well it's doing. It actually broke the premiere record 
uh, with episode one, which is awesome. An incredible show. We cover it every weekend on the OTE here on Saturday. So make sure to check out the Falcon and Winter Soldier. But it's always great to see some of these shows, especially if Dustin and I are talking about them, uh, do things like break records. I, I like that. I like to see that. Uh, let's see. Going through my news. I got a little news catalog that I like to I like to peruse in cover. Um, well, let's just, let's just, uh, talk a little bit about Mr. James Gunn for a moment. So James Gunn finally, well, I I don't know if it was James Gunn, maybe it was Warner brothers finally released the suicide squad trailer, the red band. What an awesome trailer that just, Oh, I'm so excited. So freaking excited, uh, for that movie. It's going to be coming out in August. I believe it'll be in theaters. It'll also be released on HBO max. You're going to want to see it. We finally got to see the characters, uh, and it's just going to be awesome. Some of the dialogue that they showed us in, of course, the short trailer and some of the characters, it's going to be huge. So one funny thing and cool thing, and I'm starting to think it's a James Gunn thing more than anything. See how many times I said thing there? Um, Was Sylvester Stallone is going to be the shark, the the suicide character, the shark guy there, it's his voice. And there was notes, uh, we got this covered, stated Sylvester Stallone reportedly returning for a bigger role in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which is also done by Mr. James Gunn. So I hope so. I love it. I, I love what James Gunn is doing. I love his uh, style of uh, directing and the way that he uh, tells these stories. So my hat's off to him. Bring Sly Stallone and all of them. Uh, I love it. Make sure and check out that Red Band trailer, though, of Suicide Squad. It's definitely worth your time. It's available. Just go to YouTube or search on the internet, Suicide Squad trailer. Um, it's it's out, and it's, uh, it's popping. It's blowing up right now. Um, in, in other movie news, there is uh, rumors from comicbook.com that Eddie Murphy updates uh, status on Beverly Hill Cop r- revival, so it is a long overdue uh, possibility. More news will come, I guess, as development either continues or or doesn't. But that should be coming um, relatively soon. You know, especially with coming off of the uh, su- success of Coming to America too. Why not bring back Beverly Hills Cop? That was a huge movie. I know as a kid, I watched it many times over with him and Judge Reinhold. Um, It it was fun. It was quirky. uh, And hopefully they can stay true to it and they don't ruin the series. But, you know, we'll we'll see more as it comes. Another big movie coming soon. Netflix has another. Well, I shouldn't say another. Zack Snyder has another big movie coming out on May 21st, and that is Army of the Dead. That looks like another, to me, it looks cool. It looks fun. And if he runs two for two this year, he's on top of the world. Um, He's got huge accolades coming from everybody on the Snyder Cut for Justice League. And uh, the Army of the Dead movie looks fun. Uh, Trailer's available on that as well. So check that out. I think uh, he could definitely be uh, in contention for some pretty big titles here in the near future. But, you know, we'll we'll have to see. I mean, it's one of those things to where does lightning strike twice? And if it does, I hope it does in the case of uh, Army of the Dead. Because, again, the trailer looks awesome. You got Dave Bautista. You got, a, I think, Theo Vaughn's in it. I think there, there's a lot of guys that are associated in, in that one. So super excited 
uh, to see that here here in the next month. We also have, well, I guess I'm talking on the uh, on the subject of some movies coming out. I mean, we've got uh, what Godzilla versus Kong coming out at the end of the month of March. We've got Mortal Kombat coming out in April. So exciting times! I'm 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 stoked to see. Uh, all of this stuff post development and we're finally getting dates and it's just moving items forward. Uh, let me talk a little bit more. Uh, the ghost of Toshima, uh, is supposed to be being made with director, Chad Stazinski, Staleski, um, who is the director of John wick. So Sony is developing, it says, uh, reported by IGN that game. Unfortunately, I did not play. I did watch uh, several trailers and some, uh, gameplay stuff on it. The Ghost of Tsushima uh, looked awesome. It did. And maybe at some point I'll get the opportunity to play it, even though I believe it is a PlayStation exclusive. So I don't know. Uh, let's see. Let's keep going in movie news. So Dustin talked real briefly about Pierce Brosnan coming in to the Black Adam world. Uh Black Adam's actually going to be starting shooting in in development over the next several weeks. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been promoting the fuck out of it. I mean, he on his Instagram, he showed the first page of the screenplay, and then he talked a little bit about notes, and he welcomed Pierce Brosnan and everybody. So we do have a full uh, cast here in which we've got Aldous Hodge as Hawkman. We've got Noah Centineo as Adam Smasher, Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam, uh, Quintessa Swindle as Cyclone, and then Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate, which is, uh, I, I feel like, man, if they if they keep momentum building, this is going to be a humongous movie. But I did want to take a moment, though, because I'm not overly familiar with the Black Adam character. Um, I did buy a Black Adam, a really badass Black Adam comic book. But essentially, let me break this down uh, as far as what was published on Wiki. Um, Black Adam is a fictional supervillain with anti-hero appearing in American comic books pu- published by DC. So there's obviously a D- DC character and story that's going to be told. The character is one of the arch enemies of the superhero Captain Marvel and the nemesis of the Marvel family, which is actually kind of funny. I think that's funny. It's a DC comic, and they put that in there. Uh, Black Adam first appeared in a one-time villain for the first issue of Fawcett Comics, the Marvel family comic book, in December of 1945. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, the Marvel family comic book, December 1945. However, Black Adam was reviving a reoccurring character after DC Comics first licensed and then acquired the Fawcett character's and began publishing Shazam, formerly Captain Amer- or Captain Marvel family stories under the title Shazam in the 1970s. Let's uh let's see his abilities. This is this is where the stuff gets gets good. What are Black Adam's abilities you may be asking? Well, stamina, superhuman stamina in vulnerability, swiftness of Horus, superhuman speed and flight. The strength of Amon, superhuman strength, uh, genius level intellect, uh, control and emission of magical lightning and thunder, uh, courage in proficient hand-to-hand combat, and longevity. 
So as originally depicted, Black Adam was corrupted ancient Egyptian predecessor of Captain Marvel who fought his way to modern times to challenge the hero and his Marvel family associates. Since the turn of the century, Black Adam had been redefined by DC Comics. Let me skip to this. As a corrupted anti-hero attempting to clear his name and reputation. Featured roles in such comic books, Justice Society of America, and a lot of others. So that's kind of, that's the character. And obviously, The Rock's the main the main cat. So we're in for quite a uh, quite a story and quite a movie, I would hope. Especially Pierce Brosnan as a bad guy. I mean, shit. That's that's one of those epic level choices, in my opinion. I mean, Pierce Brosnan, I love that dude. I love The Rock. I like the casting. I like the so far. We know it's going to be it's going to be interesting. We don't know a lot yet because again, it's starting production here in the next several weeks. But good lord, they set the stage for something that could be incredible. So I am super super excited to see what comes of that now the next thing i wanted to talk real briefly about it looks like uh the dc show titans is wrapping production for i believe it's season three in which there's speculation that it should conclude let's see production resumed in late of 2020 and it should conclude so production should be done uh june of 2021 july of 2021 and then maybe we'll see it this fall uh, DC Titans is a great show um, and highly enjoyable, available on HBO Max. So make sure and check that out. I think that covers the bulk of my movie news for today. Uh, again, check out Suicide Squad trailer. Check out the Army of the Dead trailer. You know, it's uh, we got some good movies coming this year, folks, and I'm I'm absolutely stoked uh, to see more and more get completed and then more and more get green lighted too so that's that's big stuff here so let's talk real briefly about some video game news i wanted to highlight a couple of games that i've seen various things pop up for on the internet so i decided let's let's google it let's take a look and i've got a cnet.com list uh talking about some of the big games that are coming out here in 2021 let's go through their list new pokemon snap is coming out april 30th uh let's see returnal is coming out April 30th as well. And it looks like it's uh, optimized for PS5. It is a third-person shooter with horror and roguelike elements. Uh, let's see, we got Resident Evil Village, which that's going to be probably a big game. Uh, the large woman that has been depicted in several trailers in probably not the best way uh, that we could have projected her for those that made comments on those. Um, but I feel like it's going to be big also because there's a lot of uh, rumor mills about the revamp of the Resident Evil movies and shows, and they're saying that they're going to redo it. And uh, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Anyways, that's coming out May 7th, so not too far out there. Resident Evil Village, which is uh, produced, I still believe, by Capcom and should be available for your PlayStation and for your Xboxes. And PC, so it's hitting everything. Death Loop is coming May twenty first. Um, let's see, it's focusing mainly on Dishonored developers, Arcane Studio. So that's great. So it's made by Arcane, and it's a new IP. Let's see what it says. Here's the idea: you're an assassin trapped in a time loop that resets after each day, 
In order to get out, you need to kill eight visionaries. This is exactly what Dustin was just talking about in his previous episode. This is that boss level shit. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, Death Loop. So May 21st could be cool. That could be cool. We got Knockout City coming out. I don't know what that is. We got Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart June 11th. Final Fantasy Remake or Final, excuse me, Final Fantasy 7 Remake June 10th. Mario Super Golf. Legend of Zelda Skyward, uh, Skyward Sword HD. That could be cool. No More Heroes 3. No More Heroes is a hack and slash game series that began in 2008 on the Wii. And it looks like that's going to be coming out on the Switch in August 27th. That could be a fun game. Uh, let me go through. There's still some, some goofy things. It looks like Prince of Persia. They're looking at doing a remake for that. Uh, Lego Star Wars is coming. Far Cry 6. That should actually be coming out here pretty quick. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Halo Infinite Fall. I mean, they're still projecting that. It sucks. I wish that would have came out. But I would assume that Halo Infinite's shooting for... It has to be shooting for Christmas time. Thanksgiving Christmas time. Uh, New Lord of the Rings game based on Gollum. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I've actually seen several commercial. Oops, so I've seen several commercials. That actually looks pretty cool. God of War Ragnarok. We know that's going to be big. The God of War series is awesome. Unfortunately, it's only on PlayStation, and I don't have a PlayStation Five, and I'm probably going to try not to buy one. Let me go to this other site I was looking and reading on the other night. Uh, GameStop also has. I'll run through their list because there's a bunch of games I was reading and messing around with this yesterday. Uh, so they got Bladed Fury coming out 3.30, Tennis World Tour 3.30, uh, Outriders 4.1, uh, Trails of Cold Steel 4.9, The Show, which is a MLB game, 4.20, uh, let's see, WRC 9 on the Switch, 4.27, Returnal, like I said, 4.30, The Village 5.7, Mass Effect Legendary Edition 5.14, Biomutant, that actually looked interesting, it looked kind of crazy, 5.25, I'm going to skim through a couple. Sniper, Ghost Warrior, Contracts 2, coming out 6-4. Chivalry 2, 6-8. Backblood is coming 6-22. Dying Light 2 is coming 6-30. That could be pretty cool. There's just so many damn games. And where some of these games fit in. Mozart Requiem, 10-12. I have no clue what the hell that would even be. Elden Ring. There's just so many. Scarlet Nexus, 1231. The Prince of Persia, like I said, a remake of Sands of Time, 1231. Infinite, Road Redemption, House of Ashes, Bloodline. There's just so many games. That kind of covers my gaming music. <laughs> That's, you know, I, I throughout the week, kind of look into and I start reading about some of this stuff, and it's just like some of it gets just crazy. And I know that they're, they've been challenged just like everyone else. Uh, with COVID, what's what's going on? We've got the huge purchase of Bethesda and and the guys that uh, were under Bethesda. Uh, that's still in development. We haven't gotten a lot of news on that. I would anticipate as uh, E3 comes here in the next couple of months and as some of these other big game and developer shows start building up that we're going to get a ton of... Uh, New news. And really, I mean, it's a fairly open market at the moment, which is exciting because if you want to drop something, you can get out a good piece of uh, 
a good game out, you're in the good. However, that means that there's going to have to be some strategic placement on a lot of these double A games here in the near future because no one wants to put if, you know, God forbid, if Rockstar says, hey, we're going to put out a Grand Theft Auto, no one wants to compete with fucking Grand Theft Auto. So that means you got to push out uh, whatever it is. When Halo Infinite gets a a uh, date, a definite date, and they say, hey, we're going to drop this on December 10th or whatever it is, no one's going to want to fucking come out December 10th. So it's going to either push or pull the game, either pull it forward or pull it toward a closer date or push it well beyond that date. So it's just stuff that we got to be aware of as far as the gaming stuff goes <clears throat> moving on uh let's see I, the last bit of news i wanted to talk about i uh read this article and then for some stupid reason i deleted it and then i came back and i wanted to uh, just talk about this uh just a tooch uh cision or prn what is this prnewswire.com reports ebay cuts listing time in half for trading card sellers with new feature coming in april the reason I wanted to share this, uh, as I've talked through several times on the podcast here, is uh, this is something new that's happening. It is in the news. And if you are looking to sell your Pokemon cards, your Magic cards, your baseball, football, basketball cards, this may be something that interests you. San Jose, California, March 24th, uh, the PR Newswire reports, eBay, one of the world's top destinations for buying and selling trading cards among passionate collectors, flippers, and investors, is introducing a new feature that will make listing collectible cards, card games, easier than ever before. Beginning late April, which is coming soon, guys, uh, sellers will be able to scan their cards using eBay's mobile apps for iOS and Android to create a listing in half the time. This is huge. So if you've never listed a car, a baseball card or a magic card, on there it fucking takes a long time especially when you're trying to do 10 or 20 at a time it sucks so if you have experienced that and that's been your hesitation this is going to help you or if you've been sitting on some stuff you want to sell it's uh time that you take a look at this as well the new selling tool will support magic the gathering cards at launch and expand to pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh in may followed by sporting card goods and other collectible cards it essentially just shows a picture of a guy scanning a card among our 185 million shoppers around the world, we, we've we seen unparalleled demand for trading cards over the past year, and over 4 million were sold in the year prior. Um, it just goes on to explain. So how it works in the brief is open and download the app, of course. You take a picture of your card. Uh, put the camera at the card holder, and it scans. It essentially, it's going to scan the card and will uh, identify certain things such as uh, some of the details on it, game name, card title, card set, card number, rarity, card type, power, and more. Um, and then you essentially post it. So I, I thought that was an incredible thing. And I think if they got the technology uh, correct, they are going to run the market for this because I've got a shitload of cards I mentioned in the past. Maybe you have a bunch of cards sitting in your sitting in your closet and you want to sell them, but you just don't know how, or you don't want to sit there and spend 50 hours posting, you know, whatever, you know, a hundred cards, because in some cases that's what it takes. And it's very time consuming. So I'm super excited to see this, to see this uh, come through. And as I uh, close this section of the weekend wire, I did want to note some of the things that they listed on here. So 2021's most notable trading card sales, and this is one of the catalysts for this technology change. 
and which is uh, the other reason why I thought it was cool. So in 2020, like I said, they sold something like 45 million trading cards on eBay. Let's see. Average uh, selling 90 cards per minute. But let's talk about those most notable trading cards sold on eBay. Ready? There's only, what is there? There's like five, six. 1993 Magic the Gathering, Alpha Black Lotus R, A Auto Spec PSA 10. So PSA 10 in the card world. You got to know this if you're going to trade your cards. Ungraded, you're not going to get as much. Keep that in mind always. But graded PSA 10, PSA 10 means it went to the grading. It was certified. It's the best of the best. This card sold. This is a Magic the Gathering card. So for those that talk shit, consider this. If you had one of these, 511000 dollars. A 2000 playoff contenders Tom Brady rookie card autographed number 144 PSA 10 Jim Men sold for five hundred and fifty eight thousand nine hundred eighty eight dollars. 1996 Topps Chrome Refractor Kobe Bryant rookie card 138 PSA 10 Jim Men five hundred thousand uh, dollars. 1998 Pokemon Japanese promo Halo Illustrator Pikachu PSA seven. Which is that's that's insanity. It's a fucking PSA seven. That means that thing's rough, not super rough. If you were if you didn't know what I was talking about, you'd think it was fine, but it's not. From a collectability standpoint, that bad boy sold for three hundred seventy five thousand dollars. Two thousand six Pokemon World Championships promo number two trainer PSA nine sold for one hundred and ten thousand dollars. Check that out. It'll it just comes with a update with the eBay app. You'll see it. Uh, next month and then i'm sure months to come as they continue to build the catalogs that's awesome you're going to want to check that out and that's all i have for the news let's uh talk a little bit about what i'm watching uh let's see watching and what i'm playing so recently i watched uh invincible the animated tv series on amazon prime that's a great show not suitable for kids so if you've got a you know, if you got kids that are in that, you you got to censor them however you deem, you know, whatever your household standards are. That's up to you. Anyways, it was a great episode. They dropped three out of the gate and then one weekly beyond that. That just came out. Obviously, I'm watching the Winter, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I also uh, just started rewatching DC Titans again. Um, I love how they did that story. I like how kind of quirky it is. And I, I think... Um, you know, Dustin and I have talked about this for years, and I know we've talked about it on the podcast from time to time, but the way that DC does some of their characters versus the way Marvel, and I'm talking just cinema, it, it's pretty crazy because I feel like DC is like go big or go home, and uh, in some cases, it's pretty wild, and the way that they did Titans, I thought was great. I like how it's a mature audience base. I feel like it adds some realism um, as opposed to uh, some of the stories we've seen told with uh, the MCU. Now, I'm not saying that's for better or for worse. I'm not saying the story's worse because of it. I'm just saying I appreciate it. So I'm catching up on that, uh, some Titans, a, and I think that's it. I haven't, I haven't really watched a whole lot of TV. I watched the Falcon and Winter Soldier, three episodes of Invincible, and like an episode or two of Titans. So that, that's what I got for the TV loop at the moment that I can – that I can think of other than, like I said before, watch the Snyder cut justice league. And now uh, that's it. So in video games, as far as what I've been playing there, uh, 
I've been playing a little bit of Apex Legend when I have the time, and then I've been playing some uh, Call of Duty. Uh, n- uh, what the hell is it called? Oh, I'm going to mess it up. Can't even remember the damn name of it. It's the most recent Call of Duty paid game that we that uh, is out. Let me look it up here. Cold War. That's what it is. Uh, the Cold War Online. Love it. They brought back some of the older maps. Absolutely fun. Not a super fan of Warzone. Um, I, I just thought it was kind of clunky. I did play it when it came out uh, several times, and it just wasn't getting better for me. So that's what I got for uh, the games I'm playing. Not a lot, though. Not a lot. A little bit of Apex, a little bit of Call of Duty. That's it. That's it. That's all I got for you guys today on the Weekend Wire. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, covered quite a bit on the uh, movie news. Talked a little bit about that uh, 2020 video games. And then, again, if you're looking at selling some cards, that new technology that the boys over at eBay are deploying soon is going to be awesome. Check it out. Check it out. Also, check out while you're while you're perusing, looking at things, check out the uh, comments and review section on your favorite podcast. The podcast... Uh, provider that you're listening to right now we definitely appreciate any reviews obviously we want five stars if you can give it to us great um if you want to share the content we appreciate that too and as always we want comments as well we're dropping five shows at minimum a week for you folks uh, starting thursday and then we've got what a thursday show friday show saturday show, sunday show monday show that's what you got going on. Thank you so much for listening to the Culture Jack podcast. This is the Weekend Wire, and I'll catch up with you next week.